know you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, 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 you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil I know sometimes it gets hard like I know sometimes you can't see the fire But just know what got on your side Everything will be alright Hi you guys It is always one something in the morning I don't know why I'm always doing a podcast at this time I don't know I hate my sleep schedule with a passion But I don't know. It's probably my third time making this podcast over. Because every time I finish it, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I forgot to say this. But no, it's like three things I hope I can just include all in this. First of all, I just want to let you know, you deserve everything you didn't think you deserve. But before you get to the point of knowing and accepting what you deserve, my friend hit me with something recently. I think this was like over a week ago. Let me see where my messages go. Um, let me see. Let me see. He said, what did he say? He said, there is a mini part of us that's still addicted to our trauma. That's why it's so hard to process certain achievements. So when he said that, I just said, good night. I'm done talking for the night. Because at this point, get out of my head and get out of my business. Because I didn't even tell you that I was experiencing that. So let me tell you something. Before we get to the point of us accepting what we deserve, at first we have to let go of the trauma. And something that I'm learning, even after you let go of the trauma, the people that hurt you, the people that cross you, it's still going to be something in you that's addicted to the trauma. And what I mean addicted to the trauma, you have to stop and think. Especially if you went through like a like, even if it's like, how about this? Even like through your childhood and you had like a bad relationship with your mom and dad. If you went through that relationship nearly your whole entire life and then you decide to heal, even after you heal, there's like something in you that's still gonna want to revert back to that or want to reverse back to that. Like something in you within will sometimes always miss that or miss it sometimes. Like, something in you will want you to go back to that thing. That's why you have to go through the healing journey completely. And there's no end date to that. Because it's like... I always use this example. Um, Like, you know when somebody... Okay, say somebody on drugs, they go to rehab, right? So they get clean, they clean for a good year. But if they see the sight of that one drug that used to get them high... Like, it would trigger them. It would make them go back to a thought process of when they used to be so high, when they used to be so lost on drugs. Like, it would make them go back to a season of their life that they fought so hard to get out of. And when he said, it's a part of us that's still addicted to our trauma. That's why it's so hard to receive the things that we accomplish. It's hard to, it's hard to receive that God is actually blessing me. Or it's hard to receive that thing. God will actually send me someone to love me unconditionally. Because me, 
um, I think um, I think that's the journey period I'm on is learning that I'm actually worthy to receive the love that I gave out. Because I was so used to giving out love, giving out love. And I don't know how to receive that love back. Like, I'm so used to negativity. And that's so that's so crazy to say. A lot of us are not even aware that we're so used to negativity. That when something is actually being positive or being presented to us. That's actually healthy and not dysfunctional. We, we shut it down. Because our body is so used to that toxic. Like, I spent the last 10 years of my life with toxic people. And I was toxic. So, I'm just saying, no, I was toxic. They was toxic. So, now that I took myself out of that toxic environment that I had myself in over the last 10 years, and now that I created a healthy environment for me, now I have to finish getting a residue out of me of that piece. With, it's a small piece. It's not a big piece. It's a small piece within me that's so used to being mistreated that it's like... That's all I know. That was literally all I never... Only person who ever treated me like correctly was my friend Ace. That's it. He passed away. But besides Ace, everybody I ever dated, I got mistreated. That was my normal. So that's why life is always about unlearning and relearning. And that's what I was saying. Like Before you get to the point where you understand that you deserve better and you deserve everything you didn't think you deserve... You have to let go of that piece within you that's still addicted to what broke you or was addicted to that sadness. Like, it's to the point where, let me tell you, like, I did, um, I did like a, a week fast over something and it wasn't a happiness. I experienced joy. Like, I don't think uh, my 26 years of living, I never experienced joy. I experienced happiness like on many occasions, but I just was filled with joy. And I didn't know how to comprehend that feeling of joy because I was so used to me stressing. I was so used to me like having anxiety. I was just used to me just being up and down with like sadness and depression and happy when I was so used to that. So when I had that week straight full of joy, it was like, wait a minute. Like I was purposely waiting on something bad to happen because I wasn't used to being just genuinely happy like that. Even though I'm still happy right now, but the last week it was like an undeniable joy feeling. I was like, God, what is this? Let me tell you something. I was waking up at 5 in the morning making pancakes with strawberries and whipped cream. That's how happy I was. It was so crazy. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, uh, like you know what? Me and Lil outside in the snow making snow angels. Like, I was just so happy. I don't know what happened that week. But I didn't know how to accept it because I wasn't used to feeling sincere happiness. Like, it wasn't that happiness when you get a new car. It wasn't that happiness like you just get a bunch of money. It was like pure joy God put in my heart and I know I always pray for joy I always ask God don't give me happiness because happiness is based off what happens but ask God for joy but joy is something that nobody can take away but I just want to remind you that you deserve everything you didn't think you deserve and you have to get to that point you had to be able to accept God's love you have to be able to accept that God don't treat us how people treat us. Sometimes people will mistreat us so much or God don't give us what we want. And we get mad at God. We turn our back on God because God took away or people are in our life who he knew wasn't good for us. 
Like, people would betray us. People would turn their back on us. But God, that's a love that's unconditional. God loves don't come with no type of condition. No type of condition. Like, you don't have to... You don't have to perform for God's love. You don't have to do certain things for God's love. You don't have to beg for it. You just, only thing you have to do is just open the door of your heart and accept it and let God in. And that's it. Like, nothing else. And I think a lot of people, we have a hard time accepting that because we think our past too dirty. And I was just saying, like, part of my speech, it was, I said in my speech, like, I remember laying next to somebody and just finished having sex with them. And I was praying to God. Why I'm not good enough. After sex, I was praying to God, asking God why I wasn't good enough. Because I didn't, like, even though I was lost in the world and just heartless at that time. Not heartless, but, like, soulless. I never was at the point where I couldn't pray. I mean, it was sometimes I couldn't pray to God. But I knew that I can always go to God. No matter how much dirty I got. No matter how filthy I got with sin. I knew I can always go to God. I knew there was a matter of time. God was coming to pull up and come get me out of my craziness. After sex, I was praying to God. So don't never think that you are too messed up to pray to God. He won't hear you. I'm celibate now. So <laughs> that's the good part. But no, before I chose to be celibate, and even when um, choosing to walk with God, like don't think that you have to go cold turkey on stuff. Like when I chose to be celibate, it wasn't a cake. It wasn't a cake in a walk, whatever they say. Like, I didn't wake up and say I'm celibate and I was just, it was a straight, narrow path. Like, the moment I decided to be celibate, like, I got tested like crazy. And I slipped up twice during my celibacy journey. I slipped up twice, but it's just like, I just had to repent. When I repent, I had to mean it with a sincere heart. But most people think that when you choose God, that you have to go cold turkey on those things that you once loved that don't approve i don't god don't approve of and no it's a slowly process of you letting go of those things like even if it's people like we ask god like god if anybody not in my life for me take them away and then when god take them away we still hold on tight to that person but no god will slowly release that person from you day by day month by month until you're ready to release it god is a gentleman god is not begging you to do anything he give us a free will. You have a free will to keep choosing to hurt yourself. Or you have a free will to go through that process, go through that pain, and birth out your purpose and see the best version of you. My favorite line is, my favorite line is, staying broken is a choice. It's your choice. You have a choice to change or you have a choice to keep sitting in that pain and dwelling in it. But like I said before, you deserve everything that you didn't think you deserve. And I mean everything. Like... I want you to just write it down, everything that you desire out of life. I want you to write it down. I want you to sit there and actually, like, even if even it's material things, but write down, before you write down material things, write down happiness, write down joy, write down peace, write down true love, write down a marriage that comes from God, like, write down those things before you get to the job, the car, the house. Ask for a real relationship with God, a better relationship with God. Ask God to teach you how to pray. Like everything you, because all of those things are connected with God. So that's why I don't pray with material things. Because material things going to come. I'm going to have to go through some storms to get it, but it's going to come. So I know that. That's why I'm at a, I don't, I don't really pray on material things. I ask God for like joy, happiness, peace, because I need that or I'll be going crazy. But yeah. 
I'll say a quick prayer if I can go to bed because I'm like actually actually tired. But Lord, I just say thank you, Lord. Thank you for giving me the strength tonight to even come on here, Lord. I wasn't even planning on coming on here, but I just hope that I just touch at least one person's heart tonight, God. And I just pray that you continuously to use them to uplift them, Lord. I just pray that you just touch the place where they're hurting, Lord, and no one even knows about, Lord. I just pray that you just release the bondage, Lord, the heavy burdens, the stress, Lord, the feeling of not feeling good enough, the feeling of not feeling valuable, Lord. I just pray that you just remove all of those ill feelings within their heart, Lord. And I just pray that you continuously to bless them, Lord. I just continuously to allow them to accept that. They receive everything that's coming from them that's good, Lord. Everything that's attached to your name, Lord. I pray that you begin to release it. Before you begin to release it, I pray that let go of the things that's distracting them and that's pulling them away from you, Lord. Any soul ties, any demonic ties, anything that's attached to their name, God, I just bind it up and I send it back to who they came from, Lord. And everything that's trying to stop them from becoming the best version of themselves, Lord, I just ask that you cancel it, Lord. And everything that's trying to stop them, any friendships, relationships, family members, anyone around them, Lord, that's stopping them from becoming the best version of themselves, Lord. I just ask that you block it, Lord. Everything that's trying to stop them, Lord, I just repeat again that you block it. You continuously to block the things that's trying to tear us down, Lord. And I just ask, Lord, you continuously to rebuild us up to be the best versions of ourselves, Lord. And I just pray that we find peace in this season. We find true joy in this season, Lord. And I just pray for the one who is probably battling suicidal thoughts. God, I just pray. I just plead the blood of Jesus over your mind, Lord, that you would not give up. That you would not quit. That you would keep fighting, Lord. That she would keep fighting until she can't fight no more, Lord. Matter of fact, Lord, she would hand over those burdens to you. She would hand over that heaviness to you, Lord. And she would continuously to be the best version of herself, Lord. Remind her who she has to live for. Remind her what will happen, Lord. Remind her of her miracles. Remind her of her purpose. Remind her of her valuable. Remind remind her of the treasure that lies within her heart, Lord. Remind her of the version of her on the other side of all this pain that she's carrying, Lord. Remind her that she don't have to carry this pain no more, Lord. Remind her that she's precious, Lord. Remind her, Lord, how much you love her, Lord. I just pray you surround her with people, Lord, that build her up, Lord. I just pray that she begin to stand in her broken season and she begin to open her heart to choose you, Lord, and begin to heal as I speak, Lord. I pray that she trusts the process and she hold on and she believe in herself once again, Lord, like she used to believe in herself when she was a little girl in Jesus name I pray thank you Jesus in Jesus name I pray amen